3rd October, getting there. Posted 4th of October, 2022. Well, not gonna lie, I found some of that a bit weird. Out of place, as if everyone's forgotten the real reason they're not currently together, including Balam themselves. Luckily, though, none of it really mattered story-wise, apart from the appearance of the SOIT officer, so if need be, we could just focus on that. To begin with, we see Lola and Ben walking through the markets, discussing Lexi. Ben's commenting on the fact that Lexi drops them both like hot potatoes when she's in sight of her friend's house, and Lola teases that the reason for that is because he's the embarrassing parent and she's the cool one. He scoffs at that, then wonders why she's not in a hurry for work, considering she's late. It's her day off, though, and she's planning on doing a load of washing. But looks like those plans get put on hold when they spot a commotion outside the funeral parlour. Callum's pleading with his nan to let him live. Sounds like she doesn't want him to go to work because he said he'd help her move out of the flat. He tries to placate her, but she rants about being turfed out onto the streets. Callum points out that Jay is giving her until the end of the week, which is pretty good considering she won't have been paying her way. And we get the dreaded confirmation that she's moving in with Callum, who takes offence at the dismissal of his flat. Callum looks very done, and it's a mood. Still, he takes her dig about going shopping to sort out the cleanliness of the bathroom with Grace, refusing to be sucked into the guilt trip, and simply kisses her on the head before retreating. He catches eyes with Ben across the way, but it's brief and perfunctory, and Callum soon ducking his head back down and moving along. My guess is he's feeling a bit knocked back after Ben pulled away from their accidental handhold last week, and he might also be feeling worried about pushing him too much. Lola catches a look, and she gives Ben a knowing smile before she's off, running after Vi in order to volunteer her, and Ben's, services in helping her move her stuff out of the flat, to Ben's horror and confusion. And he's right to be confused, considering the things Vi said about Isaac when he was ill. Lola really shouldn't be giving him the time of day. But anyway, she's there now, and she thinks it's a great way to get Ben and Callum talking a plan she reveals to Vi after she sent Ben off to get bacon rolls and tea and dismissed the idea that he has a life outside the arches. Ben's tight smile and sarcastic enthusiasm gives me life, by the way. Vi seems very on board with the idea of getting Ben and Callum back together, which seems a little strange, but it's obviously part of the whole the entire square ships it thing that they're doing at the moment. Lola's plan is also strange, considering the fact Callum's not going to be back for hours, and there's probably simpler ways to get them talking involving the connections they already have, than to move some boxes round for hours, in the hope there'll still be things to do once Callum returns. But like always, we'll roll with it. Later on, the three of them are walking towards Callum's flat, Ben struggling with three bags, and Lola lugging a cardboard box with her. When Lola calls out to Jay, joking about how heavy it is, she shushes Vi, who tries to say there's hardly anything in the box, and although Jay hears it, he takes the box off her anyway. Vi takes the chance to start grumbling again about being kicked out by a heartless landlord, even though Jay isn't actually the landlord. The flat belongs to Pam and Les. He probably had to break the news to her that she can't just live in that flat rent-free, but as he points out himself, he is also letting her live with him and Callum, so not exactly heartless. It's a two-bed flat, though, so let the speculation about where exactly she's going to fit begin. When Ben and Jay are out of earshot, Lola asks Vi where Callum is, obviously having expected him to be back by now. 
They must be winding up, because Ben shouts over at them to hurry up, and they shuffle over very slowly, as if they're trying to prolong it. Vi then decides to start poking at Ben, asking about the fact that he and Callum have been spending time together. I assume she's referring to the hours they spent in the cafe last week, and that Lola was sharing this news with Vi amongst the packing and moving of her stuff. Lola teases him about still loving Callum, which is a bit weird considering she already said that to him last week, about still being in love with him. Of course, Ben has never denied it, and doesn't now either, instead asking Lola why she's asking. Vi butts in to answer the question, because Lola's nosy, not like her. She quotes K Sarah Sarah from Doris Day, whatever will be, will be, but then goes on to tell him that regardless of whether he loves Callum, Callum still loves him. As if Ben loving him isn't the point, when it is. Kinda needs both of them to work. And I would think Ben would have a better handle on whether Callum loves him than Vi does anyway. I know Vi doesn't know the truth and thinks it's Ben's fault for cheating on Callum, but I really didn't need to hear her laying into Ben for being an idiot and not knowing what he's got till it's gone. Because that's just not the situation. He knows Callum's love is the best thing in the world, and that's exactly why he doesn't feel like he deserves it. What's more, Lola and Jay concur. And Lola, I get. But Jay? Jay knows what happened, and that Ben didn't simply throw away what he had. He's been through hell. He might think Ben's an idiot for denying himself, but it all feels a bit like an ambush on the poor guy. Ben tries to brush them all away, reminding Vi that he's helping her out, but she turns it back on him and suggests he help himself out by telling Callum that he still loves him. I'm pretty sure Callum knows that anyway, or at least he should. It's not like Ben is refusing to get back together because of anything Callum's done, or because Ben doesn't feel what he once did. He literally told Callum that it's because he thinks Callum deserves better. Anyway, Ben tells Vi it's not that simple, and of course he's correct, but Lola reckons it's as simple as he makes it. Ben's self-loathing is anything but simple, though. Ben changes the subject, declaring that once he takes these bags in, he's going home. That panics Lola as her plan hinges on Ben still helping when Callum comes back, so she exclaims that he can't go, scrambling for an excuse. She's stuck as Ben waits expectantly, but Vi fills in the blank as she declares that she needs her bed bringing over. Ben's incredulous, and so is Jay. She maintains it's the comfiest bed she's slept in for 20 years, but Jay points out that it's not even her bed, it came with the flat. Ben tells her it used to be Paul's, but Vi insists that it's hers now. She's not budging, and although Ben really should tell her to shove it, he simply scoffs and resigns himself to his fate of doing anything this old woman asks, because she's Callum's nan. If that's not love, I don't know what is. When Callum does eventually return, apologising for being late, Vi is barking orders at Ben and Jay, who are taking the mattress out of the parlour flat. Just as they plonk it down on the bed frame, Callum puts his foot down and tells Vi she's not taken the bed to his flat. Luckily for him, and not so luckily for Ben and Jay, Vi never actually wanted the bed, it was just to kill time. So she accepts it readily and orders Ben and Jay to put it back in that case. Ben can't believe she's changing her mind after telling him she can't live without the bed, and nor can Jay. For Lola and Vi though, they think their work is done, and Lola suggests they all leave Ben and Callum to put the bed back on their own. Ben finally understands what's going on, and makes a comment to Lola about her thinking she's proper clever. But she just chuckles and leads Vi away, Jay following. It takes longer for Callum to catch what's going on, considering he only came back two minutes ago. 
but Ben explains that they've been set up. He takes a seat on the bed and invites Callum to park himself next to him. The previous scenes had all been a little weird, but I think this Balaam scene is the weirdest of all. Firstly, Ben seems surprised at the idea that Callum still loves him. Maybe the idea is that Ben's poking fun at Vi for stating the obvious and they're both trying not to put pressure on the other. But even if that was the reason for Callum's subsequent response, him saying that if he lived somewhere else, he probably wouldn't still love Ben, that feels off to me. It could be Callum trying to play down so he doesn't scare Ben away again, or it could be him saying that he is still in love with Ben, with the knowledge that he doesn't live somewhere else, so that part's redundant, but it's clunky. Especially since Callum still loved him just over a month ago, so even if he hadn't seen Ben since that day on the bench, his feelings wouldn't have gone away that quickly anyway. He also makes it sound like he can't help but see Ben around all the time, rather than that being a choice he made because he wanted Ben to know he was there to support him, even if they weren't together. Plus, he told Rainey he was waiting for Ben, implying that he was hoping for a reunion. He hadn't given up. So for me, the tone of this scene just feels mismatched to what we have seen previously. Callum then goes on to say that he can't just switch off his feelings like Ben can. Except that Callum was sure Ben loved him not that long ago. So what the heck is he talking about? He knows Ben can't switch them off. He can try and hide them, but he can't actually change them. All the choices Ben has made, at least since the rape, but it goes back for most of the relationship too, have been because of the strength of his love for Callum. And I know Callum doesn't know the extent of what Ben's done for him, but at least he knows the real reason Ben didn't want to get back together. And it wasn't because he didn't love Callum. But hey, maybe Callum was deliberately meant to be goading Ben into rebuffing it. Because that's what Ben does. Callum seems to accept that and he tells Ben that part of him will always love him. I do think it makes slightly more sense if this is Callum trying to prepare himself for the idea that they'll never get back together. Whether that's because he's trying to respect Ben's choice or because he's trying to provoke Ben into admitting he hasn't given up on the idea of them being together. It's difficult though because the obstacle is Ben thinking he's bad with a capital B and not anything related to how they feel about each other. It's why Ben jumping in to confirm he feels the same doesn't actually change anything. Ben not thinking Callum will believe him is another strange line, considering it was Callum who was so sure Ben loved him not that long ago. Callum replies that he has to believe him, or else the last three years of his life meant nothing. I do think I get what he's saying here, that if he didn't have that sort of impact on Ben like Ben had on him, then what was the point? And I also think he's being a bit facetious anyway, but like before, it just feels off tonally. At least, that's the worst of it. With it established that they'll always love each other, which uh, anyone could have deduced, Ben leans back where he's sitting with a little smile, not in any hurry to put Vi's bed back. Callum turns to look back at him and asks him if he's doing okay. Ben tells him he's getting there, which I hope means there's things that still need addressed. Callum attempts to lighten the mood by joking about the pair of them being back in bed together after everything they've been through, and Ben can see that's what he's trying to do, and they both share a little laugh. Just then, a man approaches to say he'd been on his way to find Ben, and Ben introduces him as Nick, the officer who's handling Ben's case. Turns out Callum already knows him from the station. Nick suggests they go somewhere else to talk, but Ben thinks out in the street is fine. 
Not really sure that checks out, but okay, let's go with it. We'll just say he feels safer in the road with Callum next to him than he does inside without him. Nick gives him the news that Lewis has been arrested, which Callum sees as great news. But Ben is more hesitant to celebrate, probably because he can tell there's a but coming. And there is. Lewis is out on bail, pending a decision by the prosecution. But he's told him that things between him and Ben were consensual. Of course he did. Ben is clearly distressed by this, getting to his feet, and Callum tries to take something positive out of it, telling Ben that at least Lewis is in the system now. But Ben asks him what good that is if he's going to get off. He clearly doesn't fancy the chances of Lewis actually getting charged for what he's done, and the sad part is he's probably right. Callum reminds him that it's going to be a long and tough process. But from where Ben's standing, if Lewis gets off, then the process is over, isn't it? That's where we leave things. And my assumption is there's some sort of continuation tonight before things move on to the issue of Jay's surprise party. And unless some of those lines from last night turn out to make sense further down the line, I'm going to write it down as a blip. It happens. Tonight may be better. We shall see. <laughs> 